Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is September 21st, 2020, and today is episode number 22. Welcome, everybody. I want to thank everybody from listening. We have listeners from Germany, Russia, Europe, uh, within the United States, and Oregon, and Michigan, and just to name a few places. So thank you very much for all of those that are listening. We are enjoying bringing our daily podcast to you. Uh, Today's will not be quite as long as some of the other podcasts have been. I'm excited to celebrate my sixth wedding anniversary today, but I want to make sure that I can provide you some valuable content. And today we're going to talk about the passing of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who passed away on September 18th, which was just this Saturday at the age of 87. So we're going to talk about Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her effect on millennials, Generation Z, a little bit about her life and some of the current political struggles struggles that we're, we're anticipating with her passing and naming a new justice uh, due to the political landscape of our election coming up here on November 3rd. So there's definitely a rush to replace her current uh, position by the Republicans, while the Democrats are looking to wait until after the election to see who overall wins. So let's start off by talking a little bit about uh, Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as she was born back in 1933. Her long-term husband from 1954 did pass in 2010. She was somebody that was elected by former President Bill Clinton and was a hero for women's rights advocates along with same-sex marriage. And she was definitely somebody who leaned on the liberal side of things from legalizing gay marriage and she definitely had her imprint on many of those important key issues within the Justice Department, which has a total of nine members. And she was one of the nine and one of the first women to be recognized on the Supreme Court. I believe she was the second individual that was a female on the Supreme Court. So her life has been somewhat, she's been a hero to a lot of us, to a lot of millennials, to a lot of Generation Zs, because she has basically laid the groundwork for what many liberals could say. She's defined many of the key areas of our lifetime. And we have a huge movement movement currently going on with Black Lives Matter, social injustice, and now the current uh, the current struggle between Should they fill their position now within 45 days of election or should they wait? Many of the Republicans are saying, let's go ahead and replace her position now. While the Democrats are saying we need to wait because it was just four years ago when President Obama was during his last nine months of his presidency and a former justice died and 
they had to wait until after the election to replace that individual, which is who President Trump ended up replacing. But now it's contradictory because now they want to replace uh, the Justice Ginsburg now versus waiting. So there's, they're at an impasse, and it will be interesting to see how the Senate votes as a couple Republican senators have stated that they are going to wait on before they decide to vote until after the new presidential election has occurred and the president is in place. Uh, even uh, Justice Ruth Ginsburg's dying wish was to have the position replaced after the election, regardless of who won, because she wanted to make sure it was done under the right terms and not rushing. Uh, of course, if you're on the conservative side of things, you definitely want to rush. You want to make sure you have that conservative point of view. So if President Trump does win, they'll have a conservative approach out of those nine. And even if a Democrat does win, which would be uh, President, former Vice President Joe Biden, they would also still have that conservative base sitting within the nine individuals on the justice board. So that's where that referendum has really struggled. Uh, some also state that the reason why the Republicans want to rush this vote is because it takes away from the coronavirus pandemic and puts that focus on replacing the justice. And so that'll kind of help him in the presidential election as the focus gets away from the pandemic that we're all experiencing within the United States and abroad. So that's where the really struggle really occurs. And it turns into a political fight. So if you're Republican or if you're Democrat, you may have a different view on each one, depending if you listen to CNN, MSN, or, or Fox News. Those are just some of the key points of view you're going to receive. Now, uh, Justice Ginsburg has been a role model for Gen Z and millennials, even to that almost as a, a pop culture icon. She's recently been featured in two movies. One was fictional and one was based on her life. But she has really been somebody that a lot of Gen Zs and millennials have looked up to and have some have decided to become lawyers due to her. She's had a huge impact on the women's movement, uh, the Me Too movement. A lot, a lot of the individuals that have spoken up during the Me Too have spoken up because of her, her guidance and leadership and showing that anything is possible. So there has been a lot of individuals that have been reflective on what's occurred with the Me Too movement. And so she's been a big part of that. And, and many liberals and many females will definitely uh, miss her guidance and leadership. I want to always make sure that this podcast is not based on any political uh, movements that I associate with. I want to make sure that we're providing everyone with a free form of press that you can make a determination. But she was a liberal. She had a big, uh, she had a big impact on the liberal movement. And regardless if you're a conservative, she brought a lot of good things and fairness to the Supreme Court and the overall justice. And so what we can do a call for action. So regardless of what political spectrum you're on, it's important to 
look at the work she's done, look at how she's made an impact, and think about, you know, the guidance she's provided. How can we better uh, move in the future with her guidance? And let's build on her guidance because she made a lot of great things, regardless if you're liberal or if you're conservative. So take into account what she's done and let's move forward. And I'd like to leave you with a couple quotes uh, that she has been known to say. One is, I would like to be remembered as someone who used whatever talent she had to do her work to the very best of her ability. She also stated, real change, endearing change happens one step at a time. This goes for what she was involved in legalizing uh, gay marriage, uh, opening up about being part of something like the Virginia Military Institute, so women could also be a part of that exclusive club just along with males. And she also stated, women belong in all places where decisions are made. It shouldn't be that the women are the exception. And last but not least, I think this is a great one. People ask me sometimes, when will there be enough women on the court? And my answer is, well, there are nine. People are shocked, but there would be nine men and nobody ever raised a question about that. So what she's saying is, even if there was nine justice on the Supreme Court that were all women, it shouldn't make a difference if you're male or female, because we all can be a great part of the decision-making process. So again, I want to thank everybody for your listenership. We got to learn a little bit about Ruth Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg today. We got to learn about some of the political fight, how she's made an impact with millennials and Gen Z, and some of her famous quotes. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Please, again, feel free to visit our website at Gen, at Gen Z and Millennial Expert.com. And I can be reached via email at Jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Thank you, everybody. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow on our next podcast. Thank you again, and be safe, friends. Take care. Bye-bye.